How are you ladies doing this morning? I hope you're all swell. I'm Dr. Daph and you're listening to The Dr. Daph Show. We're talking today about beauty and femininity. How you can be a more beautiful woman in these three feminine ways. These are things that are focusing on your inner beauty, which is of course going to shine through your skin, through your face, through your body, and just radiate feminine light. And this is something that is a magnet to all people and will also bring blessings upon your life. So with that being said, I want you to go ahead and sit back, relax get something to drink, of course, and get something to write with. Take down some notes so that you remember this information. It's not simply entertainment, but something that's actually going to stick and help. And let's talk about this. There is a stark difference from being pretty and being beautiful. We use those words interchangeably, but it's not the same thing. They're not the same. Being beautiful is something that radiates from within. Being beautiful is more than just having looks that draw people in. It's more than just being pleasing to the eye, easy on the eyes, nice to look at. That's more being pretty. When you're beautiful, there's something special about you. There's something extra that radiates from within and You can even be someone that a person doesn't necessarily think is pretty and be beautiful because beautiful runs so deep. And I want you ladies to know that you can all be beautiful. Even if you're someone who doesn't think that they are beautiful, this is something that can be learned, cultivated, practiced, and truly will change the way you look. And when you're a feminine woman, when you love being a woman and enjoy your femininity, this automatically helps you to become more beautiful. So these three things are things that some people overlook because they don't realize how important it is and they don't realize how much beauty it adds to their life. The first thing that I want to talk about is charity. Being a charitable woman. As a feminine woman, being a charitable woman is something that is so important. This speaks to your compassionate nature as a woman. As women, that is something that we are drawn to, which is other people helping, loving, and being there for other people. And when it comes to compassion, it's different than simply feeling bad for someone, or having empathy for someone. Compassion takes it a step further. When you're a compassionate person, not only do you care, but you are pulled to do something about it. You want to actually help and you actually take steps to help. It's more than just saying, oh, that sucks, or oh, I feel so bad about that. (laughs) You're actually taking a step to show that you care. And with that compassion, that leads to charity. So what is charity? What does charity look like in a beautiful feminine woman? Charity is you helping someone else who is in need without expecting anything in return. You're not doing it for bragging rights. You're not doing it to make yourself feel better. You're doing it because you want to help, because 
you are a woman in this big world and humanity is important to you. Every single one of us has an obligation as a citizen in this world to do things to help other people. We're not living for ourselves. We're not here on earth just for ourselves. And when you practice charity, it helps you to reflect on your life, on your blessings, and on gratitude. Some ways that you can be charitable is to extend a hand, extend money to people who are in need. There are so many people and causes that need your help because we all think someone else is doing it. But who is that someone else? That someone else is you. And ways that you can be charitable are do things like giving to children who are sick, like sick in the hospital, donating money. You can also donate to scholarship funds for different causes, different people, different ethnic groups, different tragedies. There are also certain causes that might be near or dear to your heart specifically that you are personally drawn to for whatever reason, and you can make a point to tap into that. If there's something you've experienced or if there's something that touched your heart at some point in your life, you can pour back into that by donating and being a part of that cause. For me personally, I have a very deep, deep love and connection to children who are in the foster system. Children who the world has kind of just like forgotten about, thrown away, that feel abandonment from their parents. I mean, this is an area for me that just touches me very deeply. And because of that, I try to always find ways to tap into those people. And I love doing whatever I can to help them in whatever way I can because I was fortunate not to have to experience that. But it doesn't mean that I don't care about people who are. And that's what it is. It's you realizing that you're fortunate in a way and you're wanting to give to people who aren't. You can also participate in charity by helping people who help you. So there are so many charities out there for like firefighters or just this maybe it's not a charity but it's donating to firefighters in your community or donating to like a first aid relief or the red cross or your local police fund or even veterans some people also like to give to missionaries and people who serve other communities but they're not working they're not earning income but they want to help support their lifestyle I mean, these are all ways that you can pour into people who are serving you, give back to them. And it's truly appreciated and it definitely does come back. Now, if you don't have money um, to give, if that's not something that you're able to do right now, hopefully at some point in your life you are able to do that and that you do strive to do that because we need lots of things, but money is something that we actually definitely need. Money is what moves the needle for every single thing. So in order to really make change, money does need to come in. And I, I know that it's not okay for you to only give in other ways and never believe that you can give money, especially if you want more money. Because if you talk to anyone who has lots and lots and lots of money, they give constantly. There is a spiritual law already put in place by God 
about giving and receiving. And so if you want more, you'll give more. But that's a different story for a different day. Giving money is absolutely important, but also giving your time. If you want to do things like work in a soup kitchen for the homeless and feed the homeless people, if you're interested more so in showcasing your talents, maybe singing for children who are in the hospital or reading to elderly people in a convalescent home. If you're someone who enjoys doing things like baking, you can bake some goods and donate it to, I don't know, college kids who don't have any food to eat. I'm sure they would appreciate that um, because I do know that in some colleges there are people who literally actually like cook meals and sell it to college students. Um, maybe ethnic foods that they don't normally have access to Indian food, Nigerian food, whatever food that they don't normally have access to. People actually cook and sell the food. And some people cook and donate the food and, you know, just want to give back in that kind of way. So that is something you actually could do. You can also volunteer in your local church. So maybe your church has like a choir or a youth group. You can volunteer to help the children. You can volunteer to teach them a dance or put together a play for them. These are all acts of charity because it's taking your time. And it is important to give your time and your resources to those who are in need because again, someone has to do it. Someone has to do it. And that someone is you. And when you're doing these things, you are gaining so much. Mentally, it may feel like you're losing because you're giving it away, but you are also creating a pathway to receive. And you receive much more than you gave. Not only will you receive the joy and that internal rush of doing something you know is good and beneficial, but you also receive so much more than that. For those of you who feel like you don't have time and you don't have money, you may have things. I'm sure you have some things and you can also donate your things like your clothes that you're not using anymore, jewelry, books. There are lots of stands I know in my community where they ask people to just drop off books. These things are things that you can do instead of always feeling like you have to sell every single thing. There are some people who feel like if they paid for it, someone else should pay for it. And that doesn't lend to a charitable attitude, right? It's not everything you have to sell, even if you paid a lot of money for it. Some things should be donated to those who are in need, to those who could use an extra pair of shoes because they only have one pair and you have more than you can count. I guarantee you most of you watching this video don't know off the top of your head how many shoes you have in your closet. That is a blessing. And there is someone out there who can count because they only have one. And they could use a free pair of shoes. Something that is really fun, feminine, and very charitable is to help whatever cause you're interested in by asking other people to donate on your behalf. So if you have a birthday coming up or maybe you have like a special event or a baby shower, instead of asking people for gifts, or creating a registry, you can ask people to donate to your charity of choice. And that gets people in the mind frame of remembering that they have to give in some way. Like they had, they were going to give to you anyway, right? So instead, they're giving to a charity and that reminds them, oh yeah, there are charities. There are people who need money. There are people who are blind. There are people who have multiple sclerosis and 
you know, all of these different things that are troubling them that I can help with. And that just kind of creates this chain of giving. So I know years ago when I turned 30, I wanted to, a lot of people wanted me to have like a huge 30th birthday party, which I did not want to do. I really wanted to use that time to give. And again, with the foster children, I know how much foster children need things, the most basic things, like just a bag for their things. Because when they get taken from their parents, it usually happens randomly. A social worker comes and literally takes the kids and tells them, put all your stuff in a, in a trash bag. And that's all they have. They don't even have a duffel bag or anything to keep their items in. It is heartbreaking. And so for that particular birthday, I just asked all of my friends if they could please donate a certain amount of items to me. And I had some friends come over and we literally made the kits for them and donated them. And that was such a blessing. And it helped people to also feel good knowing that they were helping other people. You know, it's a, it really is a ripple effect. And if you're having a baby shower, maybe it's your third baby and you really don't need stuff, but people want to buy you things. You can say, well, you know, instead of buying me things, can you please donate to children who were born with heart problems? Because I know that I have healthy children. I'm so grateful for that. But some people did not have healthy children. And I want to give back to them. These are beautiful feminine ways of you connecting with society, of you giving back to the world because the world needs you. The world needs you and we all have a part to play. So I know some of you watching are like, oh, I just, I just want to know how to be beautiful. Well, this is how you become beautiful. The fact that you care about others and that you do what you can to make others' lives more beautiful. One thing that the Bible does tell us, one thing God does promise us to those who do give in the word of God, it says to give and it will be given back to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, runneth over. If you give, the Lord will pour you out a blessing that you do not have room enough to receive. You may think that you have nothing to give, but you always have something to give. And if you're at a point in your life right now where you're in need, but you have a skill, maybe you're an attorney, you can offer maybe consultations or represent single mothers who are dealing with custody issues for free. Maybe just one a year, one person, one client a year for free. If you're a psychologist or a teacher, you can offer to look at the IEPs of the children in your church and offer them advice and advocate for them. You can do things like help the elderly with their shopping or with electronics or even with manual labor. I know with some of us, it's like, I'm a feminine woman. I don't do any, I don't lift anything. I don't do any manual labor. Well, when it comes to an elderly person, my dear, like if it's an elderly person, I don't care. I will lift a heavy box. I will help a person who cannot help themselves. It doesn't matter if I'm not resting in my femininity. This goes beyond that. Okay, this is humanity. This is love. This is giving. This is compassion. This is charity. And it is one of the most beautiful things that you can embody as a feminine woman that will take you from zero to 100 in how you are seen 
in a person's eyes. So I invite you to do that today to start practicing charity and this will help you become an incredibly beautiful woman. The second area that I want to discuss that helps you to become a more beautiful feminine woman is practicing patience. Yes, patience. That's like a bad word for some of us because the thought of patience just makes us more irritated. <laughs> the definition of patience is the capacity to accept or tolerate delay, trouble, or suffering without getting angry or upset. We live in a very fast-paced culture, especially here in America. Everything is very, very quick, especially here in California. But if you live in New York, it's probably even more intense. When I visit other states that are a little bit more slow, like Oklahoma and places like that, I'm like, whoa, like these people need to pick up the speed. <laughs> Just kidding. But I, I notice. the point is I notice that there is a drastic difference in how quickly I'm getting my food and how quickly... Things are just moving. And in America, it's very fast compared to other countries. But regardless, in this whole world, all of us are constantly moving and developing and changing and growing. And patience is one of the most beautiful qualities that helps you to stand out as a woman who has inner strength and self-control. When you embody patience as a feminine woman, you are putting yourself in a position where you're experiencing gratitude. Gratitude for the moment that you're in and a hope for the manifestation of whatever it is that you are waiting on. Having patience is a gift, not just to yourself, but to other people in your life, to people that you love. And when you practice patience, you come off as a person who is understanding, who is willing to listen. Let's say you're having a conversation with someone and they're not getting to the point fast enough. An impatient person will interrupt them and feel like they need to say whatever they need to say without just waiting. If a person is going through a hard time in their life, someone that you care about, when you're a patient woman, you're willing to wait it out. And in the background, you're praying for them, you're encouraging them but you realize that this is a stage, this is a phase, it's going to change, and you're able to withhold whatever criticism, whatever feedback this person may probably be used to getting. I'm sorry, they're doing like construction outside. It's so loud and I'm so sorry. When you're a patient woman, this helps you to be more beautiful because you're not quick to snap at someone. You're not quick to lash out at people. You're able to take things in and evaluate them before even responding because that's something that a lot of us experience and it embarrasses us. It gets us into trouble because we're not able to hold off a little bit on that email, hold off on that text message, just give, give the man a little bit more time in order to really see everything. Instead, we react, we act on impulse, and a lot of times it leaves us in the dust. It leaves us losing friendships. It leaves us losing jobs. We're not able to really grow because we're not allowing people to have the opportunity to come back and say, you know what, actually, I was wrong. Actually, I messed up. And this patience also just transcends to day-to-day -day life. If you're in a store and the cashier is taking way too long to get to you and you're 
tapping your toes, rolling your eyes, looking around, trying to find someone else to complain with. You know, these impatient things take away from your beauty. I think it's the most beautiful thing when we're in a store and maybe the cashier is really busy, things are taking way too long, and someone starts complaining. And of course, this person's always like, just stirring up trouble, right? Stirring up trouble. Complaining in a very loud, obnoxious way. And then there's someone there that's just quiet, that just won't engage in the complaining. Or the person makes a comment like, I think they're just having a really busy morning. They're probably understaffed. And instead of having an attitude with the clerk as soon as it's their turn, they say something like, I can tell it's really busy in here. Actually, now that I say that, I've actually gotten a number of like free drinks and coffees and items just by having a little bit of patience and compassion by not complaining they've said to me like you know thank you so much for your patience i'm gonna give you a discount i remember one time i was um at the zoo with my baby and i was waiting for dip and dots and she was taking way too long and i actually was getting quite impatient i'll be honest but when i got to the counter i said wow, you're doing this all by yourself. Like, this must be really difficult. And I could tell she was sweating and she was stressed, flustered. And when she finished my order, she says, you know what? You were so patient. You were so, like, kind. I'm just going to give this to you for free. And this actually happens quite often because people really are grateful for a patient person. And it does truly help you to be more beautiful in the eyes of others because you're practicing a trait that most people find it almost impossible to cultivate. So this is something to remember the next time you're at a restaurant and you're waiting for your food and the waiter is taking way too long or you've sat down and no one has brought you water. Yes, it's not the best customer service, but the way that you behave, the way that you react to that is really what's going to heighten or take away your beauty. And this is something that people who are looking to date you, are paying a lot of attention to, they're watching to see how you react to this kind of thing. And it truly is a lesson in humility to remember that other people are just as important as you are. You're not the only person that's running late to work. You're not the only person that wants to get their coffee. That you are important, yes, but so is everyone else. You're not more important than other people. And this helps to extend and grow you in so many ways when you start to practice this. your patience is by spending more time with God. When you spend time with God and you realize that there's so much that you aren't, there's so much that you need, there's so much that you're waiting for, there's so many things you're waiting to see come into fruition, it really helps to put things in perspective and God strengthens you and helps you to become more patient. This is one of the fruit of the Holy Spirit is patience and God himself will help you to develop this within yourself as something that shows up as godly, that people can point back and say, okay, this person, this woman is a little bit different. Like she's actually so pretty, but she's so beautiful. The way that she just handles situations with grace and she's so patient. I mean, people really do pay attention to this and this is a beautiful fruit that God gives those who are willing to spend time with him and allow him to speak to them 
in those moments and say, okay, God, I hear you. Let me just wait. Let me just stop. Because you're not a child. Children struggle with patience because they don't understand really like what's going on. They don't know what's coming next. They don't understand why it's taking long. They don't even have a concept of time, really. But you do. And so you're expected to behave as an adult when you become an adult. And this is one of the ways that you mature and you grow as a woman is learning how to really be patient. We are all in this together. And it is so important that you are gentle with people, that you are gentle with humanity, that you're kind to people. You don't know what people are experiencing, what they're going through. You don't know if someone just lost their father that morning. You don't know if someone just got diagnosed with something and they're in front of you driving slow. You have no idea what's happening in the lives of other people. We are all in this together and being patient and showing a little bit of restraint and self-control is something that will just truly help you to be a more beautiful feminine woman. And the final area that we'll talk about today in terms of what can help you to become a more beautiful feminine woman is supportiveness, is being a supportive woman. This is a feminine trait that so many of us overlook because we are, again, so busy with our own lives or we just don't realize how much other people need us and need our listening ear, need our love, need our money. And maybe they don't need it, but how much it would mean to a person if they received it. And as women, we are nurturers. We are together as one. We love. That's one of our greatest qualities that we show love. And when you show support to other people, you are looked at in their eyes as someone who truly cares. And this support can be shown in so many ways. There are millions of ways to show your support to someone. But this can come in ways of just being a listening ear. If someone is having a bad day, if someone's having a problem, not acting like you're too good, too busy, too high and mighty, too <laughs> educated, to be talking to this person about this basic thing, whatever prideful things that you're thinking, laying that aside and being a listening ear to a person in need. You can also show your supportiveness by offering very helpful advice. If you see that someone's doing something and you know something that can actually really help them or a resource that can really help them, bringing it up and saying, have you ever looked into this or have you ever considered this as something that can support whatever they're doing? they will appreciate that. Another way that you can show support is when someone's having an event of some sort and they tell you about it, you can say, well, do you need any help with that? I was so grateful that during my wedding planning process, my baby shower, all the stuff, all the things, right? The, the bridal shower, all of the little things that comes up when you're going through these life stages. I would have so many friends asking, is there anything I can do? Is there anything I can help with? constantly and it felt so good i mean i didn't need them to help me with anything but it felt so good to know that they were willing and that they extended that hand and some people are scared to ask because they don't want to really do it so if they ask and the person says yes they're like oh no <laughs> so when you're asking you're asking genuinely because you actually do want to do what you can to help so being a supportive friend or just a supportive co-worker family member 
helps you to become so much more beautiful. If someone gives you a thought or an idea that they have, not being so quick to just shoot it down and saying, well, that's probably not going to work because da 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 Instead, just listening and thinking, oh, that's an interesting idea. How did you think of that? What made you think of that? Being in support, being a cheerleader, being a champion, being someone who is on their side. And this is actually something that really takes a person from one stage to the next in terms of friendships and relationships. It's just learning how to validate another person's feelings. So that is huge when it comes to support. If someone experienced something and maybe you think it's kind of silly that they feel like that. I've been in situations, especially at work, where something happens and the person's crying or devastated and I'm like, over that? <laughs> in my mind. But then as they tell me, I start thinking, okay, you know, this person has different sensitivities, different life history, different experiences than I do. Maybe this is how they actually felt and that sucks. I'm really sorry that that happened to you. I, I'm really sorry that you feel that way. Let's go get some coffee. Let's go get some ice cream. Let's go get some lunch. I've seen women even at work when something happened to them and maybe they're crying. I've seen them like send a person flowers like that same day while we're still at work just to show their sympathy. And again, it's just that validation of saying like, oh, that really sucks. You're right. I'm so sorry. People crave that because believe it or not, some people don't have any support. Some people have no one at home, none of their friends that will actually give them positive feedback or any kind of validation of their feelings, especially men. A lot of people are married to men who are very insensitive and are not very supportive and they don't have any words to offer a validation. And so when you're a feminine woman who truly embodies this, who truly enjoys supporting, this is something people actually truly care about. And supporting with your money. If a person that you know started a business, if someone's child is in a sport and they're doing a fundraiser, being willing to say, sure, I'll donate $5, I'll donate $50, I'll donate $5,000, I'll donate $50,000. Whatever is within your means, saying that you'll do it and actually following through. This support means so much, especially when these people are your actual friends. If you have a friend who's starting a business, this is something that means so much is to know that the people closest to them are willing to support them. Because oftentimes when people do these ventures, it's the people who they don't know who show more support usually than their actual friends. Their actual friends probably will never buy the product. Maybe some will, but most probably won't. They'll say, oh girl, that's so great that you started your hair business, or that's so great that you wrote a book, or that's so great that you started your makeup line, but they won't buy anything. <laughs> and that's fine, I guess. Everyone has a right to do whatever they want to do, but when you're truly a friend, when you are truly becoming a more beautiful feminine woman, if you can, if you have the means, if you want to, then show your support. And with that, I do want to say thank you to you ladies, because I believe that I received so much support on this channel. I've received so much support from you ladies in terms of your 
sweet comments, my fragrance line. So many of you have purchased my fragrance and I am so grateful for your support because fragrance is one of those things that really is a blind buy. You have no opportunity to smell it before you buy it when you purchase it online. And the amount of support that I have received is mind-blowing. I am so grateful for every single one of you. And I wanted just to take that time right now to say thank you so much for your support because you truly have blessed my life by just showing your willingness to pour into me in a different way than I pour into you. I love it. I'm, I love, love, love my viewers, my subscribers, my supporters, and I thank you, especially those of you who I never get to talk to, who don't leave comments. I still see your support and I still appreciate your support. And that's another thing. You can support in lots of different ways, even by liking a video, by sharing a video, by reposting a video. That's support. That's you saying that I recognize that this person put a lot of work into this, put their heart into this, they're giving out information for free that they don't have to, they don't have to, but they want to. And I, I appreciate that. So let me help them. Let me help them grow. Let me share their video. Let me send them a message saying, thank you. You know, all of this really does show support and that support can make the difference between a person even continuing what they're doing or stopping because that's what they need a lot of times to grow is your support. So I just want to invite all of you ladies, if you are trying to become a more beautiful person, if you're working on yourself, if you're trying to really just peel off all of the areas in your life that really aren't really helping, they're not making you more beautiful, they're causing you more harm than anything else, then I invite you to focus on these three things. Just for the next month, focus on these three things. And I guarantee you, as you start to do this, it'll become automatic. It'll become part of you. People will notice and people will start to comment because you will gradually change into a more beautiful woman right in front of their eyes. These things are things money cannot buy. There's no amount of makeup. There's no amount of fame. There's no amount of anything that can gain the beauty that shows up in a person who cultivates these things. So I thank you so much for listening to this content. I truly am apologetic about the noise outside that I actually couldn't control. Didn't know that they were going to be doing this today, but really wanted to get this content out. I hope that it was helpful to you. Also follow me on my Instagram page at Dr. Michelle Daff and at the Dr. Daff Show. And of course, if you love fragrance, if you love smelling good, if you're a feminine woman who feels very feminine when you smell good, then visit my fragrance line, findforever.com and purchase a beautiful feminine fragrance for yourself and for someone that you love. I love you all so much and I appreciate you being here, spending time with me, listening to these tips. I hope that they bless your life and I will see you in the next video. Big kisses. Mwah.